It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. In the context of this survey that tells us that one in ten teenagers have taken or at least considered taking a diet pill. Kate says all the women's magazines are about judging and changing your body. It's at the supermarket checkout. You must do this. You must do that. It's not just online, although online is important too. It's in the playgrounds and the corridors at the schools. It's very difficult to escape. I would add to that, Kate, that the online world has made it 24 hours a day. We've spoken before with the great group called BodyWise. Ellen Jennings joins me. Before we look at this survey, Ellen, remind us again of the work that BodyWise do. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so BodyWise is the national voluntary organisation supporting people affected by eating disorders and their family in Ireland. So People don't need a diagnosis to avail of our support services. They can really get in touch if they need information, if they're looking for support um, or if they're concerned about someone else. So I think that's, you know, an important thing to emphasise that people don't need a diagnosis to avail of our support. And we might give out some of your contact details later. This survey, which is extremely credible uh, and global, what does it say to you? Yeah, look, it's really, really worrying that children and young people across the world, so not only in Ireland, are, are being able to access these unregulated diet products um, that not only are ineffective, but they are potentially dangerous to the person's health. Um, that comes alongside some statistics that we're seeing in an Irish context as well, that more Irish young people are engaging in dieting or doing something else to lose weight. And that was from the Health Behaviour in School Age Children study. And alongside that, we're seeing an increase in people affected by eating disorders. Um, And we do know that dieting and body dissatisfaction are two of the major risk factors for the development of an eating disorder. So this is something that we're taking very seriously and, um, you know, considering how serious an eating disorder can be, both due to the physical complications, but also the psychological complications and increased risk of suicide. So it's, it's really concerning that so many young people are being exposed to these um, types of products mm-hmm. and as you say that that diet culture that seems to surround every aspect of the person's life mm. we, we, we thought that diet culture was on the wane or at least that you know we'd begin to see sense and 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 look away from it but it's it's out there and it's pervasive and people I learned a term Ellen over Christmas just in a chat with my daughter actually 
and um, we're talking about it. And she said that one of the most frightening things that she sees around her, she's 26, is people, and she used a, a term, villainizing certain food groups, deciding that a certain food group is not going to be part of their diet, not going to be part of their life. And that's the start of something going wrong, isn't it? It can be, yes. Uh, what you've said there is kind of putting that moral value on food. So seeing food as good and bad. And, you know, when it comes to disordered eating and the development of an eating disorder, the thinking can become very black and white. So the person doesn't see kind of the grey area between what's a good food and a bad food. And that can lead then um, to more and more rules around what they can and can't do and eat. And um, there's more and more rules around certain behaviours and rituals. So it really can escalate from there. And particularly when we're thinking of this time of year, you know, there can be so much um, in January around kind of body weight and shape and um, engaging in more exercise and starting New Year's resolutions. And that can be a really difficult time for people. I've heard a number of people reach out to me to say that um it all started for them in a new year with a health and fitness regime. But then there was more and more rules that came along with that and it really spiralled from there. And rather than them feeling a sense of control over what they were doing, it then became that the eating disorder began to control them. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it kind of tips over into something that's more serious. It can take control very, very quickly. Ellen, are some people prone to slipping into an eating disorder? Are some people more resistant to it than others? So there are a number of factors that can lead to someone um, being more at risk of developing an eating disorder. And that's factors that are internal to the person. So it might be things like a tendency towards perfectionism, a tendency towards black and white thinking, an anxious personality. And then things that are external in the world around them as well all play a role. So things like um, social media, the media, what we're talking about in terms of diet culture, and then also genetics can play quite a big role role in this. Um, so really, when we think of major risk factors such as dieting, that can lead someone down a path that's difficult to, to come back from. And that's why early intervention is really important. Mentioned January and, and New Year's resolutions. It would be remiss of me not to raise the, the current topic of conversation, and it's been a repeated topic of conversation over the last number of years. Programs like, and I'm not singling it out, but programs like Operation Transformation. Have you a view on it? Look, it's a really difficult time of year for people. And I think it's not only um, conversations around particular campaigns that are going on, but also, you know, that filters into the conversations that go on in a person's workplace, in a person's home. And a really concerning finding from this particular study around diet pills was that um, it was correlated, the use of the diet pills was correlated with the parental influence to lose weight, as well as that impact of social oh. media and media. Oh, talk to me about that. Parental influence. Yeah, so I suppose when we think of the influence of that environment around the person and external factors around them, when we're brought up in a culture that kind of values a certain body shape and a type, that can have an impact on how the person views themselves and their self-esteem. And as I say, it's it's internal factors and external factors that play a role. So it, it will depend from person to person, but there is an influence of those external factors and the world around the person on, on how they feel about themselves. Mm. 
Come back lastly one more time to the survey and for parents listening who who might be concerned because one thing about being a parent of teenagers as I was one time is that they can hide more from you than you realize so what are the what are the red flags for parents of teenagers that they could keep an eye to yeah, so as you say, eating disorders are quite secretive in their nature and it can be difficult for someone to open up about what m- might be going on for them. Um, so I suppose we break it down into the behaviours that we see on the surface that are really a symptom of what's going on underneath for the person. So there's um, thoughts and emotions that are going on underneath that are really feeding into these behaviours. So things like avoiding social situations becoming really um internal to themselves um, they might be engaging in a lot of exercise or very particular on the types of food that they will uh, ingest they might have a change in personality that's very noticeable mood swings things like that and then there's the physical aspects of the eating disorder that aren't always noticeable from the outside I think that's important to note that someone of any shape or size can actually experience an eating disorder mm-hmm. and what we see on the outside isn't always reflective of what's going on internally for a person Okay, and just keep an eye and talk to them and encourage them to talk to you. Your website is www.bodywise.ie, which is bodywhys.ie. Ellen Jennings, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you. Cheers. Ellen Jennings of uh, Bodywise. Corks 96 FM.